right, welcome to another episode, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Daniel, and I'm here outdoors. Recorded yet another episode of the podcast. If you're new to the podcast, I like to record these episodes outdoors. And I'm here getting out of my car right now. I'm based in Greece, Nafplio, Greece. Nafplio was the first capital of Greece. This is by all means not a travel podcast, but I like to give a little bit of context of where I'm at. I'm by the beach right now. Well, it's a road in front of a beach. Beautiful location where people come and just, you know, admire this beauty. Okay. And uh, go to Instagram, actually, to follow me there because I share... Every single episode that I record outdoors, I share a picture or a small video so you can get a sense of where I'm at. Uh, The reasons why I'm doing this outdoors is because I spend a lot of time working from home. I spend a lot of time sitting down in front of the computer and I like to spice things up, really. As a podcaster, I believe in getting in flow state. And as much as I enjoy being in my desk and recording these episodes like that, I like to spice things up and go outside, take some fresh air, uh, and, and provide you with a different audio experience. Okay, And I like to give, obviously, a context of where I'm at, who am I, and why am I outdoors. I don't know if you can hear the sea. Maybe you can. It's a little bit windy today. But, you know, it's, it's a dead-end street. There's some fisherman's boat, old-fashioned fisherman's boat. And there's a, a house, really, as well. And, you know, I have the mountains in the background and this beautiful bay. So I like to come here. It's a very, it's a very cloudy day today. A little bit of a cloudy day here in Greece. And, but I don't want to talk to you about this. Uh, I'm here today to talk to you about are you doing everything in order to build what you want to build online, okay? And if you're listening to this podcast, it's because you're interested in mindset, personal development, online business, and lifestyle, okay? So how are all these things tied together and why do they matter to me? And if you're listening to this, I'm sure it matters to you as well. Are you doing everything that it takes in order to advance in different areas of your life, right? Are you doing the hard things in order to advance? We live in a society, unfortunately, especially online. We live in a world where the the message of taking it easy or working less is being promoted left, right, and center, unfortunately. And because I find myself in this space of personal development and entrepreneurship, I'm here to tell a different messaging and tell a different story because I do not believe that you can accomplish anything in life by doing less of it. If you want to build an online business, then working less is not the goal. Working on the things that is important to you is the goal, whatever that is. For me, making podcast episodes like this one is important to me. Coaching is important to me. Creating content is important to me. Helping others accomplish their own goals and dreams is important to me. And I do this. Now, this might be considered like work to others, but to me, it's just part of my life. You might be thinking that I'm a workaholic. I am not. I mean, I work regular hours like anybody else that does a nine to five or has a job. 
I just happen to work from home and I'm self-employed. I work online and I do many things, right? Doesn't mean that it's easy. I don't want to do less of it. If you tell me to record less podcast episodes, I'll be a little bit, you know, I'll say this very, very quickly. I'll, I'll be a little bit sad. I'm like, but why? I like to record podcast episodes, especially if they're outdoors. It's part of my job. This is how I have built my business by creating content online, like doing podcasts like this one. I don't want to do less of it. I like to do YouTube videos as well. This is how I have built my business. I create content, what is called content marketing, really. Yeah, you just build content online, you help others for free. Then some people want to pay you in order for, for them to learn more about whatever you're teaching. So I've done this in two different industries. I've done it in the music industry, and I'm doing it in the entrepreneurship industry. One thing led to the other. My passion for music and for teaching about the music led me to where I'm at today, teaching about entrepreneurship and mindset. It's really windy now and there's more cars coming by now. I think this has the rubbish guys. They're actually going to collect some rubbish here at the end of the street. Again, go to Instagram and follow me because I take pictures of these episodes where I'm at. I've been told that this house here, there's an old lady that lives here. Because uh, I met the granddaughter one day. As I was recording one of these episodes like this, actually. She said, my grandmother lives here in this house. It's like the only house at the end of the road. And it has no electricity. Can you believe that? Because it's completely off the grid. Anyways, that's just a fun fact. I'm doing this episodes because I want to inspire you to pursue your own goals and dreams. Walk your own path. Do whatever you want to do, but understand that it's going to be hard. It's going to require a lot of effort. And because it's hard, it doesn't mean that it's impossible. And you shouldn't shy away from the hardship of life, especially nowadays where we are bombarded, like I said, with all this messaging of, I want to work less, retire early. I'm going to be 50 next year. It's fucking unbelievable that I'm going to be 50 years old. They look at me a little bit weird because I'm holding a microphone. I'm just walking here in the road. <laughs> By the beach. Talking to a microphone. Uh, I could care less, really. I mean, they're nice people. Um, okay, I'm just saying that I don't care what people think if they see me here. You know, just walking up and down. Talking to a microphone. But, you know, all this messaging that we get online and in social media... And from other entrepreneurs and gurus telling you to work less, take it easy, retire early so you can enjoy life. You know, I go against that messaging. My messaging is different because 
you know damn well that if you want to get in shape or if you want to build a business online or if you want to improve your relationships, your life overall, whatever it is, you know it's going to take work. Okay. Don't shy away from it. Just embrace it. Go through that hardship. That hardship is necessary for growth, by the way. You know, I mean, if you're working out and if you're not sweating, you're probably not doing enough. If you want to build a business online and you're not creating content and you don't, you're not willing to create content online, you're not willing to put yourself out there, build a personal brand, spread the message, get yourself known for something, then it's not going to happen, at least in the industries that I'm part of. Right? What is that industry? Well, it's the knowledge business. I am in the knowledge business, which means that I educate people on the things that I am passionate about and the things that I am successful at. Right? I can only teach you what I've done, right? the things that I know, but most importantly, that I am passionate about. So what are those things? Well, for me, I am a composer. Right? I play the guitar. I started in music. I made a career out of it by working online, composing music for TV and films. Podcasts like this ones as well. Right? Then I became a creator. Started to do YouTube videos talking about the music and the process of how I earn a living doing that, how I live abroad, a stay-at-home dad. I told this story all over the internet. I became a stay-at-home dad after relocating from the UK here to Greece. And I was looking for ways to earn money online with my talents and skills. And for me, that was music. I didn't know back then that I could actually document this process on YouTube. I had a passion for videos. I've always had a passion for home movies and all of this. So I, I really enjoy vlogs and I enjoy YouTube as a platform, but I never really considered myself a YouTuber or if I had something to say really. But when I grabbed the camera and I started to share my journey as a stay-at-home dad, making music, living abroad, you know, I, I started to build something online. I became an educator by default, just sharing my process. People were, at, were asking questions. And, you know, eventually I became a coach. I was coaching through Skype back in the day before Zoom. And then I created an online course. I built a six-figure Went to multiple six-figure online course business, teaching about music licensing. I help others do the same thing. Other composers and musicians build their own YouTube channel and build their own online courses, how to do it. And I had a passion uh, back then, not only for the music and teaching about the music, but as well of how to, how to set up the whole thing, right? How can you create a name for yourself in an industry? And how can you monetize your passion by sharing what you know? Because I've done it and I have developed now this passion for entrepreneurship and 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 I'm and I want to share everything that I've learned about personal development because that has been the determining factor in my success, not so not only in business but as well as a musician. So even when I'm coaching about the music and the the part of of everything that has to do with music production. I always bring it back to the mindset. Composers and musicians are 
how can I say this without offending anybody who's listening to me from that brand? But they have a lot of issues mentally, obviously. How do I know this? Because I'm one of them. I've been there. We suffer from insecurity, imposter syndrome. We feel entitled. We feel like the world does not recognize our art and our genius when it comes down to making music. And, you know, we could have been, I don't know, whatever, famous, but we're not. You know, we, we have a lot of baggage. And I know this very well because I am one of them. So when I talk to them in their own language and I, and I touch those pain points, I can help them out, right? So, but mindset and personal development uh, is what has helped me conquer my own insecurities as a composer, as a musician, as an artist, right? So that same philosophy those, that same knowledge, I brought that into the business world. I realized that it's the same thing. And that can be applied to any area of life. For example, when I got started on YouTube, I was like, who am I to share my journey as a stay-at-home dad earning money with music online? Who am I, right? Same, same things came to the surface. Insecurities, self-doubt. I'm not good enough. I don't know about video editing. People are going to judge me. Okay. And then when I started my business teaching about the music, it was the same thing. Who am I to teach? Right? I just make YouTube videos. Fair enough. People ask me questions, but I am not the best. And... What, what, how if I, how am I going to teach this? I don't know how to create online courses. I don't know how to be a coach. Yeah, I do videos about it. I've done a podcast about it, right? I have, at one point I had a podcast about stock music licensing, by the way. Just talking about that industry. And pretty much that podcast is all about mindset, really. Okay? It's not about how to mix the music or all the technical aspects of music composition for TV and film, it was more about mindset. Because that's what has helped me get to where I'm at today. So I've seen that play out in my life, and I know how it is, how uncomfortable it feels to put yourself out there, to do something new. When I started to teach about entrepreneurship after building a successful business, teaching what I know, right? Because I was doing this on the side in the beginning, right? People were asking me questions like, how do you do that, Daniel? How do you create the courses? Where do you put the, cor the courses? What is email marketing? How do you set up an email funnel? How do you write a newsletter? What is a call to action? All of these things that I had to learn in the beginning as a newbie. And, you know, the reality is that I develop a passion for that. Was it easy? No, it was hard. But I was hungry for that content. It was the perfect combination for me at the time with what I was doing online. It's getting very windy now. I might have to go back in, in the car. At the time I was doing the music, So I was composing music as my full-time job. 
and that will, that will take my whole day pretty much, especially as a stay-at-home dad. I was doing YouTube videos as well. A little that I know that doing YouTube videos was going to change my life completely. And then I started to teach about it. I, I learned about the process of building an online business by sharing what you know. And when I came across all of this knowledge, I hired a coach as well and, you know, took online courses about it. And when I came across this knowledge, I realized that I was already doing something about it. Like I, I was already in that space without even knowing it. What I mean by that is that I was already creating YouTube videos. So I already had content. I already had an audience. I just didn't know how to move forward. And when I realized that there is this world of entrepreneurship and, and saw other people doing what I wanted to do, I just followed the blueprint and I learned everything, man. I mean, I was like in your shoes, the way you are right now. You probably have no idea what a landing page is or how to you know, build an email list. You probably don't know how to launch your own online course. You don't know how to create content. You haven't done it long enough. And even if you have done it, you have do haven't done it long enough to, to see some results. And, and you, you can't really understand how all of these pieces fit together. Now, it, it is hard. For somebody that has never done it before, of course it's hard. But if you enjoy it, it's not going to be hard. You should be hungry for the knowledge. I mean, the best way I can put this is like working out. If you want to get fit, it's going to take more than motivation and inspiration to get your ass into the gym. You know, When you get to the gym, you're going to need more motivation and more inspiration in order to do the weightlifting or do the cardio or whatever exercise you're going to be doing. So the why has to be really strong. You have to be hungry for it. There's just no way around it. You want to learn a language, for example, there's just no shortcut. People always want the hack. They always want the shortcut. There's just no shortcut, man. You just have to go dive deep into it. It doesn't mean that you're not going to make it. It just means that by embracing the hardship, by doing whatever it takes in order to accomplish what you want to accomplish, you're going to be way ahead of 99% of the people out there. It's not about working three hours a day. That's not the secret. And that should not be the goal either. Okay? The goal is not to work two or three hours a day and be a millionaire. That's not the goal. Okay? The goal is doing things in order for you to grow and become a better version of yourself. And that's going to require a lot of energy on your part. That's a good thing because that's the essence of life. The essence of life is growth. It's more life. It's not taking it easy. You take it easy when you sleep or you take it easy when you you know, come back from work or whatever. You know, I take it easy when I go home. Well, I work from home. So for me, <laughs> the boundaries of work and family life, uh, they're, they're well-defined. But I've been doing this for such a long time that I know when to switch off. And I switch off very early. I mean, for you, it must be, might be very, very early. But my, my day is so structured in a way that it serves my lifestyle. And I do work. You know, I wake up early. I work first on myself. Okay? I work harder on myself than I do at my job. And my job is to create content and run an online business. Okay, And I work very hard on that. But I work harder on myself. And what that means is that I work on my mindset, my well-being, and everything that has to do with growth as a person, as Daniel. That's very important for me.
okay? But I have my day structure in a way that is hard. It's, it's, it's uncomfortable for me because it's the only way that I'm going to grow. So the way it looks like is that I wake up early. I am not a morning person, but I have conditioned myself now to become a morning person. Okay. I used to be a night person. I used to smoke weed late at night. I used to play the guitar and watch TV while you know, my two daughters have gone to bed and my wife is in bed. And this was my life, man. My wife didn't know anything else. I will spend some time with my wife at night, right? We'll watch a series or whatever. We'll talk. We'll have dinner. And then she will go to bed. And I'll stay behind, man, smoking a spliff, playing the guitar. Pretty much my me time. I was telling that story to myself for many, many years. I had to change that lifestyle because it was not serving me. It's just not productive time. I'm sacrificing sleep time for just, you know, it's just empty time. It did not work. So I, I did something which was very radical for me. And that is waking up early in the morning. And that's the reason why I share this so much online. It's not because I want to be one of those, uh, you know, productivity gurus that has become really toxic, really, online. How to, get, how to accomplish more with little time. That, that's the other side of it, which is very toxic. And how to have a spreadsheet in order to accomplish all of these goals and all of these dreams and all of these things. Or how to get a personal assistant so they can take care of your the things that you don't want to do. Yes, man, you know, there are things that I don't want to do, but only me can do that. You know, I can only do the things that I know that I need to be done. And you know what? Running an online business online, a successful one, by the way, is very easy. If you know how to do the hard things. And the hard things are hard for other people, not for you. Okay, If I tell you the things that I do, it might be hard for you. Okay, but that's because it's probably not for you. Okay, for me, creating content every single day, uh, editing videos, coaching, making music, and just publishing stuff online is very, very easy. It is hard work, but for me, it's just it's almost like play, and that's what you want to find. You want to find a sweet spot of. How can you combine your skills and your talents and your abilities with, with what you like to do? Because I love to play music. And music is part of my job. So I don't want to do less of it. I want to do more of it. And I can tell you right now that creating content for me is as important as creating music. Why? Well, because I'm creating something. So I consider myself a creator. I mean, a creator in the full sense. Not only I create content, but I create music. I create life, okay? And when I say when I say I create life, I don't want to sound like I have a god complex. Even though sometimes you need to have a strong sense of self, because we are all a personification of God in one way or another, because we create stuff. You are a unique individual. So you have to find your true essence, whether you like to write, make music, create content, or all of those things combined. Right? I have taken many challenges in my life and things that I thought that were impo impossible for me to, to create. However, I did have, and I still have, 
a strong belief system in myself that if I don't know something, I, I know I can push myself hard enough in order to accomplish that, whatever that is. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's in my head and I, and I, and I obsess about it, I will accomplish it and you cannot stop me. Okay, so waking up early in the morning is just an example of that. Monetizing my music back in the day uh, to the point that it became my full-time job is it was another thing. You know, I just could not, you know, not do it. Like I, I knew I had to do it and it was really hard. But then I, I managed to break through. I managed to get a breakthrough somehow. The same was with my online business. You know, it was hard in the beginning. I didn't know what I was doing. I had to learn. I'm still learning. Okay? And I, I did that. And I built my business from the ground up, doing the things that, you know, people do. And, and, and put in the reps, put in the hours. I learned about YouTube. I learned about messaging. I learned about how to build a brand. And, you know, eventually some stuff worked out. Some stuff did not work out. And I learned from my mistakes, you know. That's part of life. Being self-motivated and being self-critical and be your own coach in a way, your own therapist, your own, your own boss, is essential for success, man. You know, when I go to the gym, I, I make sure that I'm doing a little bit more than I think is possible for me. Hey, within consideration, I don't want you to think that I'm here to, to hurt myself or I'm not some psycho you know, productivity guru or some toxic person talking about working more. It's not about that. I'm just saying that you have to be really clear about that it's going to take work, man. If you're going to the gym, it, you you need to, to reach a level of of pain, but good pain, uncomfortable pain. You need to put yourself in an, an uncomfortable situation in order to grow. You need to break that routine of what you're used to. So if you're lifting the same weight every time, then you're not growing. If you're doing the same things in your business, you're not growing. Obviously, I'm in a different position now because I run uh, two different businesses in, in two different niches. You can say that they cross over. I have people who have been following me on this journey as well. Like they have seen me as a coach for business. You know, and, and on this podcast, I don't talk about music at all. I only talk about this here because I want to. I want you to know what I do, okay? Because I am a multi-passionate creator, right? And, and I love when I see other people doing multiple things. I've talked about this before here on the podcast about being a specialist generalist, right? Or a generalist specialist talking about the future of jobs, of how we have all these skills and all these abilities, all this knowledge, and how can we put it out there? And how important it is nowadays, more than ever, to have many skills under your belt. So for me, as someone who makes music, makes YouTube videos, makes podcasts, makes online courses, teaches about different things online, you know, has become an essential part of my lifestyle. And I want to build a brand where I can actually just have something that is what I call my online resume. I've talked about this before here on the podcast. And when you Google your name, what what does there appear really? I'm not talking about your LinkedIn profile. I'm talking about when you Google your own name, what is out there? 
It's something that is very important to me because this is the way I, I get work, right? I get clients. I get customers. It's a very important thing for me. Even though I have a goal of earning money with my online presence and with my music as well, you know, I do many things. I have different balls in the air. So I'm really attracted to different people that do the same thing. I've mentioned this before, Joe Rogan, right? He's a famous podcaster, but he's a comedian, very successful comedian, man. Not only that, but he's a, a presenter, a commentator. Commentator? How do you say that? Com someone who does comments, right? In sports. And forgive me if I don't pronounce certain words right because English is my second language, really, you know? I speak Spanish. That's my mother tongue. And now I speak Greek as well. So I'm not trying to drop certain things here like, oh, yeah, I'm so cool. I'm just trying to explain my shortcomings. And, you know, even doing this sometimes is hard. And But that doesn't stop me. In fact, I've just recently started a new YouTube channel in Spanish talking about this. Because I speak Spanish. And, and I want to reach a wider audience that speaks Spanish, that speaks my you know, my language, my mother tongue, because I left the place where I grew up, Venezuela, many, many years ago. And I said to myself, I have this thing, right? I have this thing that I want to speak more Spanish because it's, it's been hard, man. After living abroad for many, many years, you know, and in my household, we speak Greek and English, but, you know, very little Spanish. But I want to be in touch with those roots. I only speak Spanish with my mom and my family members and friends when I do video calls. But I don't speak Spanish as I as I used to, and I'm losing it. I'm losing that ability to just communicate, but it's my, still my mother tongue. You know, uh, you know, I speak Greek. I'm still learning Greek. I'm not 100% perfect in Greek, but, you know, it, it's been hard, you know. There's just no shortcut around it. But I started a new YouTube channel talking about this, about personal development, mindset, online business, and lifestyle in Spanish, okay? And it's been hard, but it's been a challenge for me to talk in Spanish in ca on, on camera to create content in Spanish has been a real challenge for me. But I'm putting myself out there in Spanish and, you know, that response has been very good. I've already connected with a lot of, you know, Venezuelans and a lot of people that speak Spanish and try to just get out of my comfort zone and say, can I do this? The answer is yes, man, because it's a skill that I have, you know, it's a, something that is part of me. I speak Spanish, that's it. And I just need to use it, you know, one of my superpowers. And if I want to stay competitive, for example, in this day and age, that, that's something that I have that a lot of people don't. You know? And I can say that on YouTube and I can share that with you guys here and say, hey, you know, I, I have this, my content is in English, but I just started this thing in Spanish now. How about that? It makes me feel good, man. I mean, I have my, have a place to put that knowledge. And that's what I'm trying to say here. Other people that I really admire, is Tim Ferriss. I've shared this before, you know, he's an author, again, a podcaster. He had uh, done many things, an investor. And I like that. I mentioned somebody else as well in the podcast. 
I can't remember what episode it is, but we were talking about this. And I said about this actor who's a musician as well, and I couldn't remember the name of the band. And the other day I saw him, and I said, like, oh, that's, that's him. I can't remember his name now. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm terrible with names. Jade Loredo or something like that. And the band is called, oh, God, 10 Seconds to Mars or something like that. 40 Seconds to Mars. Oh, God, I don't remember now. This is ridiculous. You have written this down. Anyway, this guy is in a famous band. Okay, I, th- I believe it's something like that, like 10 Seconds to Mars or something like that. Jay Loretto, I think it is. If my wife was here, she would just slap me she, because I make so much mistakes when it comes down to uh, famous people, especially actors. The guy is a m- super successful musician, and, but he's an actor as well. I fucking love that. When I see people that are just, you know, in two different industries, they're doing something amazing. There's many people out there. There, there are like that. And, and that's the thing. I mean, I, I try to, to be like that in a way. You know, the latest thing that I did that was really challenging last year was uh, become an author, you know, a self-published author. Just write my first book. That's a hard thing to do. I want to write more books, of course. I said to myself, I, I know I can do it, man. It's really hard for me. You know? I was labeled dyslexic. Growing up, I was very shy. There was no way I was going to talk in class. I did terrible in high school. Terrible, man. I barely made it. And here I am today as an adult talking to a camera in different languages. I mean, I have clients that I speak with them, you know, in Spanish and in English and some Greeks, you know. But the reason why I created my content in Spanish now is because, you know what? I have a few people from around the world who are my clients. And when we're coaching, when I'm coaching them, it's all in Spanish. The emails are all in Spanish. So I feel that like I'm doing a disservice to my, to my Latin community or my, my Spanish-speaking community because they know that I am from Venezuela. And when they buy my, my courses, even though they're in English, and you know, they still reach out to me in Spanish, and I talk to them in Spanish, obviously. Okay. So I'm trying to do that. I'm trying to be as resourceful as possible with all the skills and all the abilities and all my talents and put them in good use. And the latest one is that. So I'm here asking you, are you doing everything in order for you to advance in different areas of your life? Okay, are you, are you doing everything? I'm sure you have something in you that you still haven't tapped into and you haven't done it yet. Okay, I mean, the Spanish YouTube channel, even though it's not a business right now, it's just a YouTube channel with like five videos. That's how we start. This is how we start. And even though, yes, I want to monetize the YouTube channel. Yes, of course, I want to you know, coach in Spanish and sell programs in Spanish as well. At the moment, I'm just starting with baby steps. I mean, the fact that I started that YouTube channel in Spanish is already a massive success for me. I mean, I had a conversation with my wife. Like, it was in my head, this idea. Like, how can I do this, right? And I didn't know if I wanted to start a Spanish YouTube channel, but I had this idea. It was just like a, like a flirt that I was flirting with this idea of something. I didn't know how it was going to materialize, though. Okay? And I've seen all of these big YouTubers having a Spanish channel. And they use, like, some kind of AI translator thing, and the voice is very... It's terrible. It's really terrible. You know, it's like the same content, but it's all translated in Spanish. And when you hear it, you know, like, the, 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 the lips are moving, the voice doesn't match, 
But at least the content is in Spanish. I saw Mr. Beast doing that and some of the people that I follow, Lewis House, with a school of greatness, you know. In fact, Lewis House, the wife or the girlfriend or whatever, I don't know if they're married, she's from Mexican background and she speaks Spanish. And But Lewis House, the, with a school of greatness, he has a YouTube channel in Spanish, which is all translated with this AI technology or this translation that YouTubers use. And I said to myself, fuck that, I'm not doing that. I'm actually going to create my own YouTube channel talking about this in Spanish. Because it's going to be a great exercise for me to create content like that. I'm going to be way out of my comfort zone, even though I speak Spanish, okay, perfectly, you know. But one thing is to speak to my friends and my family members in Spanish. And another thing is to just get in front of a camera and start creating content, okay. It's a completely different ball game, Especially for me, because I'm so used to speaking in English when I'm creating content. And certain terminologies are, they're just, everything's in English. So I found it a little bit weird, you know to say it in Spanish, but it's been a real challenge, but it's the latest thing that I've done in order to get out of my comfort zone and grow. Uh, if you've been following me here, you know that I'm on a mission to be in the best shape of my life by the time I reach 50, so that's in 11 months. You know, I just had my birthday right now. So I turned 49, so next year I will be 50. I'm not planning to retire anytime soon. In fact, the things that I'm doing right now is something that I, I plan to do when I'm in my 80s, which is, you know, composing music, writing books, educating, creating content. I'm using my 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 age as well as a, as an anchor for that or as a way to say, hey, I've been around. I've seen a few things in life. I've seen the ups and downs. I've seen the cycles, the wear and tear of life. And I can teach you a thing or two about this. This is my life. This is how I have lived it. And this is what I'm doing. This is how I earn a living. And this is what my legacy is going to be all about. Okay? So what are you doing today in order to build that life that you want to build? Again, it's not about retiring early. For me, it's not about retiring and stop working. And again, work, what seems like work to you is not work for me. And Naval Ravikant has said this better than anybody else that I've seen out there. And if you don't know who Naval is, he's just an angel investor. And he was talking about this. He was talking about like he works like four hours a day on things that he doesn't want to really work on, and which is work. But then the rest of the hours of the day, for most people... What he does is consider work, but for him, it's just play. I think that's a great way. And obviously, I'm, I'm doing a terrible thing here in, in terms of uh, uh, saying what he said in, in that video, in that interview. But it embodies everything that I'm saying here. You know, yeah, there are some things that I don't like to do, even when it comes down to the music and some YouTube videos and some things. You know, even my business, when it comes down to courses and coaching. You know, whatever you do, there is some things and some elements that are going to be hard. You don't want to do them. But the way he said it, right, like there are certain things that I do throughout the day that I don't want to do, but I have to do, you know. And then the rest of the day, for most people, those things that he does is considered work. And it's the same for me. There's many things that I do throughout my day that for others, they will, from far away, will seem like, oh, he's working. 
But for me, it's not work. But it is part of my job. So I think that you have to really build your own philosophy of what that will look like for you. So if you have a nine to five, for example, what can you do where you are right now if you want to build something on the side? Now, you might not necessarily want to quit your nine to five, but maybe you just want to build something on the side. Or maybe you do want to quit your nine to five and you want to be completely online and live a remote life. Like, hey, I can move to wherever I want. I'm not slave to this location or to this job. You want to be self-sufficient. I was talking about, I think on my last episode, about this, about me uh, being self-sufficient and rebelling against the status quo. And the way I do that now as a 49-year-old man is, is that, is by being an entrepreneur, by working for myself, by being my own boss. It took me a lot of years to realize that I have a problem with authority, with following the rules and all of this. So now I really rebel against the world by, by, by doing whatever I want to do. And by, that doesn't mean that I don't do anything. Okay? It's not about me not doing anything. Because I don't, I don't fuck about. I don't waste time. I don't like to hang out. I don't like to waste you know, energy on stuff that is not important. I don't go out and check out stuff. I'm a family man. And I, I'm here to serve. I'm here to help. And for me, family is the most important thing. My two daughters, my wife. I'm very simple when it comes down to what I want from life. I want to spend time with them as they're growing up. I like to spend time with my wife. I like to build my business online. I like to create stuff. I'm planning to write many books. You know, that's really uncomfortable for me because, hey, I'm a dyslexic guy, you know, and I want to write these books in English. And But now that I'm embarking in this Spanish content, who knows? I might even write them in Spanish as well. I mean, why not? So try to tap in into that, into just have ideas. You know, everything that you have seen out there in the world has been first conceived in somebody's mind. I think Steve Jobs says something like that. Create something. I created my YouTube channel, the Spanish one. That same day that I had the conversation with my wife, I said to her, like, you know what? I'm thinking about creating this YouTube channel. And I went for a walk that morning and I recorded the first video right there that day. And I uploaded. I went back home. I created a YouTube channel. I opened an account. I created a new a Gmail account for that. And I opened a new YouTube channel in Spanish. And that was the birth of it. Just like that. That easy. I mean, it was hard to record that first video, but it was that easy. That same day. I understand that taking action is the name of the game. Doing uncomfortable things, but putting that idea into action. There is, there is a moment when you have an idea that if you don't take action within a certain frame time or a period of time, it will die off. There's an excitement that just dies off completely and then you don't do it. I'm very aware of that. So I've tried to take action as much as possible once I have an idea. Very, very quickly. And always try to push forward in the direction of discomfort. A little bit. Like, hey, I need to create more content around this. Hey, I need to talk better on camera. Hey, this podcast episode needs to be more focused on something that is going to give value to you. Hey, I need to be better at this. How can I improve that? How can I, you know, tweak things a little bit better? Am I doing everything that I can in order to improve this this thing that I want to communicate here, right? 
All of these things matter. Everything matters. When I go to the gym, hey, can I push myself a little bit harder? I mean, yesterday is a perfect example. I went to the gym yesterday. I realized that the weights, even though I know how much I can take, I realized that it was very easy. I'm like, what the hell am I doing here, man? I realized I've been going home and I don't feel sore anymore. So I push it. I said, like, I've been going, I've been coming to the gym for a long time now. I'm sure I can do more than this weight. I was just working out on some machine. I don't remember from, you know, like, and I just increased the weight quite a lot. And I said, like, okay, I must be able to do 10 reps, you know, and the last few reps, I should be really, really hard. And to my surprise, I did not only the 10 reps, but I had more in me. And today I feel very sore, obviously, but that's a good sign, man. Push yourself. Growth. We only grow when we're actually pushing ourselves beyond what we think is possible. It doesn't mean that we're going to kill ourselves in the process. It just means that we have to find that sweet spot. Okay? And for me, it's not about doing less of the things that I have to do, but it's about doing more of the things that I want to do. And for me, work is just part of my life. Being at the service of others is part of my life. Hopefully you can get something positive out of this podcast episode, my friend. I hope this podcast episode finds you well. Thank you so much for listening. See you in another episode, my friend. Bye.